For those who are new around here, my name is Lauren Rose, and I do this thing whenever I can, (laughs) whenever I want to, which is cool and also annoying if you're a listener. So, um, yeah, life, um, crazy, yes. We have co-hosts today, um, the crickets outside, which is nice, it's a real summer vibe, um, probably sirens drunk people and cars speeding down you know the streets so yeah um it's a party but yeah the last time I recorded it was before I went on this huge work gig which was very influential for me and you know I didn't really get time to edit the episode before I left I did it right when I got back and um I don't know, I usually hate listening to episodes. I just don't do it because I know I probably repeat things and I just don't want to get into that vibe. But um, it was cute listening, you know, to me. I was so, so nervous before I went out and spent a month in Utah with a bunch of crazy cool people, talented people. So I miss them. Uh <laughs> especially this girl named Julia. Funniest gal I've ever met in my life. Um, I don't know. It's just strange. I haven't had like a, um, like a really solid female friendship in a hot sec. Um, her and this girl, Kate, were like my rocks there. Um, I don't know we just like find each other at our houses that we were staying in just like talking and (laughs) just talking about crazy things and it just felt like a sleepover and I haven't had that in a while and I love him to death and now we're all spread out across the country but yeah making making plans to see each other hopefully so there's that but um yeah, ever since I came back, I've kind of been doing what I've wanted to do, like, my entire life, you know, just working a bunch, doing film stuff, set deck, and, um, I don't know, I got this gig where I had to make some stuff, like, really last minute, I had to make rabbit guts, so I was, like, looking at pictures online of rabbit insides, and it was just terrible and bloody and gross, but, um, I was like hysterically making shit at like 12 a.m. the night before. And I don't know. I had this like strange feeling of like I was I was happy, you know, to be doing it, even though I had so much fucking anxiety over it. But um, I don't know. I had this like a little strange feeling like a... <laughs> a vision of that sort of vision of uh, <laughs> just like somebody sitting across from me on my bed, my little ass twin bed, like watching me make these things and helping me making these th- 
things and um, I don't know it just was kind of melancholy because I know I have friends here who like understand to a degree like what I do but nobody in the moment who really can sit across from me and really just understand and relate so I don't know it felt a little bit sad and but also this is probably the happiest that I've ever been so I don't know I love to wallow as you guys know but I don't know there's there's something different about that maybe it's like a premonition maybe it's a future or maybe I'm just hallucinating and sleep deprived so anywho uh we're gonna dive into some simon and garfunkel um this is a tune that i heard on the radio i had never heard it before and uh it's a good one this is simon and garfunkel with i am a rock enjoy Winter's day in a deep and dark December. I am alone, gazing from my window to the streets below on a freshly fallen silent shroud of snow. Friendship causes pain It's laughter and it's loving I disdain I am a rock I am an island Don't talk of love Number of feelings that I've died If I never loved, I never would have cried
All right, that was Simon and Garfunkel with I Am a Rock. Super good tune. Cuts deep. Cuts hard. Um, <laughs> it's great, though. Yeah. Actually, it reminds me of uh, Harold and Maude. I actually never seen that film until this year. I saw it. They have like a 35 print at this um, theater in our town. And uh, yeah, that shit's great. I love the, I don't know, romanticism and also nihilism, <laughs> whatever that means. Um, one thing that I've been loving that I've really want to talk about is Sharp Objects on HBO right now. Amy fucking Adams is a queen and should be admired. Um, it's funny because I have like a small town connection. <laughs> so if you're from Minnesota, we got a few things. We got Bob Dylan, we got Prince, and we got Amy Adams. Um, I don't think she was ever born here, but there's this place in Minnesota and it's called Chanhassen. It's a suburb. My aunt used to live out there. Um, and it's funny. My friend TJ is also from Chanhassen and he's a bit younger than me and this strange like straight edge punk kid. And he loves to like revel in this suburb that he lives in. And we like go through these old uh, newspapers that they put out, I don't know, every week or every month. And every newspaper, like the cover story is about Prince because he had uh, Paisley Park there, which is this famous recording studio. And he lived in Minnesota. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so actually, you know, my brother went to a Prince concert. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, um, but it's crazy because when you went to his concerts at Paisley Park, um, they would take away your cell phones. You couldn't get in with them. And if you if they saw you with it, they would kick you out. So he's standing in line, finally gets in, sees Prince play. Um, and then Prince throws like this white hanky or something into the audience. And this guy, I don't know if he's drunk or just, just jazzed on Prince, but he dives into the crowd. He's trying to get the hanky. That's his goal. And he comes out and he's just like bewildered. Uh, and he has the thing in his hand and he starts to run because he knows that people are going to steal it from him. Well, actually, he stole this woman's jacket <laughs> that was like on the ground. I don't know the context, but um, all I know is my brother like had to intervene and like had a little tussle with him because this girl's like, oh, that's my jacket. And he just thought it was a the hanky. I don't know it's there's some facts that are missing there but so anyways Chen Hassan doesn't only have this print stuff going on and people revel in it and talk about it in the paper nonstop, but they also have this thing called the Chen Hassan Dinner Theater which I've never been to so I can't speak too much about it but um it's a famous theater and they always have Annie like I'm assuming like too much you know when your local theater just does annie all the time um but amy adams and she was young before she got i believe into acting on films she starred in plays there and lived here for a bit and she also has um a strange small role in 
Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is an amazing black comedy about beauty pageant queens or contestants uh, from Rosemount, Minnesota. So check it out. But this series, Sharp Objects, is life-changing. Every time I watch it, I just want to melt into it. Um, the premise is this woman. Um, she's a journalist. She's played by Amy Adams. And she goes back to her southern hometown uh, to investigate a string of serial murders that are happening of young girls. Um, and she's struggling with addiction herself and these strange um, compulsive patterns that she has. And her past is murky as well. So there's only like three or four episodes, but I it's just brilliant. It's the new Tree Detective season one. It's it's amazing. Um, so I don't know. You guys should watch it. Please do so I can talk freely about it and uh, relate to people. But she just is so impressive. I loved her in um, Nocturnal Animals too. Like I know a lot of people had different thoughts about that film and if it was misogynistic or I don't know it was just she was so strong in it I really liked that film actually so um yeah that's been the vibe working watching good things just keep moving <laughs> there's a, a real film reference I think that's Nemo, Finding Nemo. <laughs> but yeah. So since I repped Minnesota, I'm just going to jump into our next song from Bob Dylan. Actually, that's another, <laughs> of course, I have a new story. That's another thing. It was so strange. I um ended up going back to my old college town. Maybe I'll save this for after, actually. Let's leave a cliffhanger. So, yeah. Bob Dylan, he's rapping. He's here. I got to play every as existential angst song in the book. So, this is Bob Dylan with Like a Rolling Stone. Enjoy.
All right. Welcome back. That was Bob Dylan with Like a Rolling Stone. Beautiful song. Very popular song. Um, Bob Dylan is from Minnesota, like we mentioned before. So everyone loves his ass here. But <laughs> it's really strange. I was thinking about this the other day. I went to the, the University of Minnesota. Um, and it's only until now do I feel like I've really transitioned out of my college identity phase. I don't know if anyone has experienced this too. But um, yeah, like post-grad, like a year or two out, you know, and people say, oh, what do you do? What do you? And you just have like a normal service industry job and you say, oh, well, I graduated in May or whatever. <laughs> and um, recently I had to go back into this college town. It's called Dinky Town. And Bob Dylan actually used to live in Dinky Town. I don't know. I think he went to school for like a hot second and, you know, blew up and became a star and whatever. But they have all these old theaters there and he used to live above this place um, that is now some like pasta bar or maybe it's the varsity theater. But um, yeah, it was it was nuts going back because I just remembered all the joints and now it's all different uh you know they're bulldozing stuff and making these shitty like high-rise apartments with pools and jacuzzis for gross college kids and I don't even want to step in there you know (laughs) but um it is also crazy because um there's this place a coffee shop which actually ties back to this podcast people ask about why call it vagina slims and it goes back to this coffee shop in this in this uh, college town. My friend Lucy used to live above it. And one night we were having a cig and she smoked Virginia Slims, which is like pretty uncommon to come by. <laughs> you know, they're like long feminine cigarettes, whatever that means. And um, this drunk guy from this nasty ass bar, sorry guys, called Blarney's across the street, a.k.a. the Blarn Yard. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he came stumbling across the street, and he's like, oh, can I bum a cigarette? And we we're like, oh, we don't want to talk to this guy. Like, we're just hanging out. And so Lucy's like, yeah, here's here's one. And he looks at it and sees that it's a Virginia Slim, and he says, oh, like, Vagina Slim? Like, no thanks. And he you know, stumbles off into the street and leaves us alone. So it was this like anthem for us. You know, we thought we were going to be harassed. And then suddenly (laughs) this guy just stumbles back to the bar because he's grossed out by our vagina cigarettes. I don't know. So I went back to this town and I was thinking about Bob Dylan and the time that I spent by the smoke shop and, you know, things change. And while we were in college there were a lot of like I was involved with activism and stuff and a big thing at the time was like save these historical places you know especially in regards to Dylan and you know it worked for a couple years and then the businesses gave up or they were pressured into selling and it's just different now but it was strange going back and realizing how far I've come and um there were nice, better sweet memories, you know, sneaking into the the bars with my fake IDs and <laughs> being around 
these friends that I love so much who have moved away and but it felt good to be different you know I feel like I'm really forging my own identity now um, whereas I really depended on things in the past to explain who I was or what I wanted and it never was truly honest so oh danky town never change Yeah. I also went to this old bookstore. It's it's kind of by I think it's in the same building as the theater, this venue that's been around for ages. Um and it was this kind of musty, crusty bookshop on the second level and I went up there and it was actually closed. But um I was looking at this wall and they had this like map of like where were you in Dinky Town and like 1951 1969 like all these and they had all these dots and um I don't know it's strange how you become so familiar with these paths and neighborhoods and then it's just different and then you reminisce about it but you move on you know so oh Bobby and I'm seeing a large centipede in my room. We're gonna just ignore that. <laughs> Dear God. Um, so yeah, uh, things are good, just working. I, yeah, like I said, I'm really fortunate. I feel very connected to people. And, but I don't know, I think I'm, becoming something close to who I am or who I want to be um and there's nothing much to say after that I'm still figuring it out so I got my eyes on the centipede by the oh, okay it's moving um oh okay please go down to the ground um <laughs> oh Christ well yeah, this one is by the Moody Blues, I think. I'm not familiar with any of their other music, but I heard this song on the radio and it was so bizarre. Um, it's such a dramatic ballad about love and, you know, admitting your feelings and it's sulky and I don't know. It's a vibe. Let's just do it. So this is Nights in White Satin. And this is a long version I'm going to leave you with. There's a beautiful, strange, like old Hollywood monologue at the end that um, is oddly comforting. So thanks for keeping up, guys. And I'll be back soon. So love you and enjoy the Moody Blues. Later. Nights in white satin Never reaching the end 
letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always miss With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say anymore Cause I love you
Breathe deep the gathering gloom. Watch lights fade from every room. Bedsitter people look back and lament. Another day's useless energy spent. Impassioned lovers wrestle as one. Lonely man cries for love and has none. New mother picks up and settles her son. Senior citizens wish they were young. Cold-hearted orb that rules the night removes the colors from our sight. Red is grey and yellow white, but we decide which is right and which is an illusion.